want to welcome everyone tonight to turn to the book of Daniel in the Old Testament. Daniel means God is my judge. God is my judge. And it is amazing when we read about the life and the experiences of Daniel. This young man that um, probably had the world as, as his oyster, as it were, and then a sudden change came into his life. He lost his country. He lost his place to go and worship God. Probably a lot of his friends, a lot of his family. Uh, all the privileges that he had as a young man and was taken away a captive into another land uh, was made a eunuch. A terrible experience uh, for a man. And then made to serve in the houses and the courts of, of his enemies. You know, isn't it amazing, though, that we see that Daniel never felt bad toward God for the circumstances that he found his life in or the times or the days that he lived in. But whatever circumstances that he was in, he, he tried to be a light. He, he continued to serve God, not only himself, but also in, encouraged others and even pointed uh, toward the future of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ more clearly than any other prophet. God gave him uh, those understandings, even through the way that God worked in his life, even has encouraged us in our own lives. When we read his story, when we see his, his, his courage. And so tonight we're going to finish our, our series of messages that we've done this year on leadership. Remember, we began this year, uh, 2023, our desire was to be a better follower of the Lord Jesus Christ and a better servant that, to those that God has called us to lead. And we've talked about leading ourselves like Joseph did. We talked about leading in our families like Jacob did. We talked about um, leading in the church uh, and also uh, we talked about leading in our relationships like King David, how he was even able to have an impact on his enemies, how that with his, uh, even his own siblings, he was able to have a powerful influence in their lives. Well, tonight we're going to talk about leading in our community, leading in our community. And I think that this is a very timely message because all of us that work in the public arena or that just have experienced social life around us, we know that many of our communities are in shambles. Many of the homes around us are in, broken and, and in pieces. And we look at the inefficiencies and the incapabilities of our, of our leaders and of our, our government. And we are in a type of captivity, as it were, even in our own day, a spiritual captivity, as it were. And it's very important that we learn, like Daniel did, even in the midst of tough circumstances, that we can still shine for God. That we were given, like Esther said, you know, for such a time as this, Mordecai even said about her, she was kind of in the same situation uh, time periods 
of captivity. So who knows, but you were born for such a time as this. God put us in this day, in this time, and we need to still be leaders. And we need leaders in our community so much. And like we were encouraged uh, by Brother Robert right through our, our prayer time. Again, Daniel, what a great example of prayer. To pray for those that are in authority, to pray for our leaders. And we need godly leaders so much. And so going to ask several people to look up uh, different verses tonight in Daniel and a few other places to so just be ready for me to call upon you. Sister June, if you will, go ahead and look, be looking at Daniel chapter 1, verse 8, and I'm going to get you to read that in a minute. So if you want to be a Christian leader in your community, number one tonight, like Daniel, you're going to have to be not afraid to be different. Number one, Daniel was not afraid to be different. Now, what is hard about being different, beloved? Right, a lot of times you're ostracized, a lot of times you're marginalized, a lot of the times you're made fun of. The world wants us to go along to get along, right? It, it's not enough for us to uh, just say live and let live anymore even. They just want us to say that everything, that we, everything that's wicked that's being done is good and to never make any stands at all for anything that is righteous. But if you're going to be a true Christian, if you're going to be a true follower, a disciple, like Brother Andy talked to us about the other night, you're going to have to, you have to dare to be different. I love that old kid song, Dare to Be a Daniel, right? Standing on God's purpose firm, heeding God's command, honor them the faithful few, all hell to Daniel's band. Dare to be a Daniel. Dare to be different. In our day, you know, conformity to our community in, in wrong ways, uh, it erodes our influence to lead. You, you, when you are doing the same bad things as other people are doing, then what right do we have to say to anyone that what they're doing is wrong, right? And so we have to be willing to stand up and be different. And this was hard for Daniel and the Hebrew children. Here they were. It was kind of easy for them to be different in Israel. When they had their own country, they were a sovereign state. You know, they had their own laws. But now they're in bondage. Now they're in captivity. Now they leave, live by the leave of another sovereign. One that doesn't acknowledge their God. Doesn't acknowledge the word of God or the law of God. How are we going to still be sanctified, which means set apart, different for the Lord. And so it's, become a, it's becoming a great challenge in our day. I know uh, I was talking to a young coach that works with us. He works at Kroger. And he said, uh, Brother Nathan, he said, they came to me the other day and they gave me this smock and it had the rainbow thing on it for, you know, the LGBTQ uh, movement. And he said, I just told him, I'm not wearing that. I said, I'm proud of you. You know, that don't mean he hates anybody. That don't mean, you know, that he's a bigot. It means that he loves uh, God's truth. He wants to, to stand uh, for what's right. It, it, is it going to cost him? Yes, it, it's costing people in our day to be different. But that's real leadership. 
real, you know, um, a, a stand or cause doesn't have to be uh, popular to be right. It, it just has to be righteous uh, to be right. And, and so Daniel was not afraid uh, to be different. And so y'all kind of, I'm not going to go through the whole story of Daniel because y'all all know it. Y'all are good Bible students. But right when they were, they were brought in, the king gave commands for them to do certain things, to dress certain ways, to eat certain things. That was against their conscience. That was against what God had taught them, how they were to live as uh, his children. And so, Mama, Sister June, please read out loud verse 8. Talk about some guts, right? From the position that he was in. But he knew he was still a child of the king. He knew that even though Israel had been uh, chastened by the Lord, that God still loved his people, that God was still one that would come to the aid of his children. I ask you here, do y'all think that Daniel was just trying to be a weirdo? You know, that's not what I'm talking about tonight. I'm not, I'm not talking about just trying to be different to be different. We have a lot of people trying to do that right now on their own too, right? Trying to just look as different and as weird as they can. They stand out and make people think that they have some kind of cause. Well, being a weirdo ain't a cause, okay? But standing up for the Lord Jesus Christ and what's right and, and, and for what you know glorifies God, that's, that's real leadership. That's real Courage. I ask you, do our communities need that? Do young people need to see marriages that are sticking it out, sticking it together? Do they need to see young men that are being fathers and, and loving their children and loving their wives? Do they need to see people who are committed to, the, to Christ and, and to the church who come to their job and work hard and are honest? Yes, hallelujah. That's leadership. That's being different than... The world, we see that the Lord Jesus was very countercultural, wasn't he? He he walked to a, a different drum beat than most of the religious people of, of his day, and he was a threat to them. That's that's why, even though they saw his wonders, even though they saw his power that he had, they knew that he came from God. Nicodemus said that, right? He said, We know that you're come from God, because nobody can do the miracles that you do except that he comes from God. They knew that he was special, but he was a threat to their status quo. He was uh, 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 countercultural. Well, Daniel was here too. Daniel was very countercultural, but, but he did it in a very godly way. He didn't stand up and say, hey, we're not going along with this. Uh, y'all are all wrong and we're right. And, uh, you know, Y'all need to, uh, like a holier-than-thou type of presentation. But you see how humble that he was? He had a, a, a desire in his heart to not defile himself. And oh, how the world wants to defile you, young people. They wanted you to defile yourself with them. But don't. Don't remember that you belong to God, that, you, that you've been bought with the precious blood of Christ. Be willing to be different. And lead 
in, in life in a different way. Show them a different path. The path that is narrow but leads to life everlasting. Because broad is the way that leads to destruction, right? And many there be that go by thereby, but narrow is the way that leads to life. And few there be that find it. Oh, would it be wonderful if God could use us to lead others to that pathway, to, to lead others to this one that is the Savior of mankind. And I love this about Daniel, that he was countercultural, but he was comfortable in his own skin. He, he wasn't ashamed of who he was or even of, of what had happened to him. He didn't let his circumstances define him or that he was a, a captive be what was his true identity. And he was, he was comfortable in who he was and who God was in his life. And so he says that he requested, right? Isn't that, isn't that precious? He said he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. And so it's just really beautiful there that if we're going to lead in our community, even in a tough time, we have to not be afraid to be different. Uh, you don't have to turn to this one, but you can write it down. Second Corinthians, the Apostle Paul is uh, addressing this. Uh, you know, the Gentile believers, they were around all of this idol worship. It was just an uh, everyday part of their lives that they were just uh, surrounded and, and bar bombarded with, just, just like we are all around us every day. And, you know, and we even live in an area where it's not as bad as many other places in the world for sure. But Paul is writing here in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, and he says this in verse 17. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. So it really comes down to is, do we want the praise of God, or do we want the praise of men? If we want the praise of men, we'll never be the leaders in our community, because we'll always bow to the status quo. We'll always like a politician, you know, which way is the wind blowing and wishy-washy. But if it's the praise of God and God's praise that we want, we'll be willing to be different. I don't have to dress like the world. I don't have to put, not to put anybody down. I don't have to put all kind of piercings on. I don't have to get tattoos. I don't have to put purple in my hair. Not putting anybody down. Not even saying that, that all that's bad. But... It's not the kind of different that we want, right? But to be Christ-like, to be a, a person that is merciful and full of love and, and uh, full of, of uh, goodness. Oh, there's someone that could, could lead like Daniel. Daniel was really respected, wasn't he? Even among, even among his enemies, even though they were jealous of him, even though they, they tried to tear him down. Hallelujah, they never did, Right? You know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest Donald Trump fan in the world. I, I'll just tell you all this from the pulpit. The first time Donald Trump ran, I didn't vote for him. I voted for um, Ted Cruz. Uh, and uh, I, I just, you know, I just didn't see in Donald Trump the things that, that I believe make a good leader. And he is deficient in uh, some of those things in a moral way. 
But the way that he was willing to stand up to people that were corrupt in, in power and say, you know, that's not right. And, you know, yeah, that's the way it's always been done, but, you know, we're not doing that. I respect that. That's why that, that so many people want to see him back in that position of leadership because he's willing to be different. He's willing to be different. He's willing to make hard choices. Uh, that are for for ultimate good. So we'll move on. Uh, Daniel knew. Secondly, Daniel knew where to go for answers. Do do we live in a, live in a world that needs answers? The Bible says for us to be ready. Let every man be ready to answer. Right for the hope that lies within him, within them. The world has questions all around us, and Daniel knew where to go for answers. Sister Gigi. Daniel chapter 2, read verses 19 through 23 for us. Daniel 2, 19 through 23. Yeah, this was a powerful moment in Daniel's life. And aren't, isn't it wonderful that God's just the same today as we sang? The same one that gave understanding and wisdom to Daniel. I ask you, is that same God our God? Can, can the Bible, does the Bible say if we need wisdom that we can go to God and ask from Him for wisdom? Will He upbraid us, Brother Kevin? No, and the wisdom that is from above is, is what? It's peaceable. It's easy uh, to be entreated. Daniel knew where to go for answers. The, he had this inner circle of trusted friends and, and, and prayer was his lifeline and constant communion with God. You want to be a great leader? Be a man and a woman of prayer. Have a secret life with God. Let prayer be your lifeline. I think it's the same about the Lord Jesus Christ. He set that example too. He had a close circle of friends and then he was in constant communication with the Father. And he had answers that the people needed to know in their lives. Answers to the questions of ultimate significance. Do you have those answers? They're here. In God's Word, in God's wisdom, God has given you and me as leaders to our generation. And we do have the answers. And Daniel doesn't take the credit. He doesn't say, oh, I, Daniel, have all the answers. Who did you read that he's thanking, Gigi, that gave him the answers? God. He said, I thank you, God, for this wisdom, this knowledge, this understanding. You can see everything and you know everything. And when we asked you about even this matter of this king's dream, Lord, even in this thing, you gave us the answer. 
That's what we look to for our leaders, isn't it? We're looking to them to solve and fix problems. We're looking to them for answers. Well, if we're going to be leaders in our community, beloved, we can't just say, well, this is a problem, this is a problem, here's a problem, there's a problem, everywhere's a problem, problem. No, we have to say, yes, we do have all of these issues. But what is so wonderful is if we will follow uh, God's commands and uh, the precepts that are in this word, uh, God will, will bless us and those problems will fade away and we'll experience blessing instead of the curse. Instead of, of um, destruction, we'll be built up. Isn't that wonderful that we know this? And, and it was that way with, with Daniel. Uh, I love this too. Uh, Daniel, thirdly, Daniel celebrated wins and praised God for victories. And y'all might say, oh, that's such a Brother Nathan thing. Because <laughs> I love to win and I love victories. Well, maybe it is. But we don't need to walk around like we're a defeated foe all the time. Or, or like as Christians, that, oh, woe is me. The world's just getting worse. The sky's falling. There's, there's nothing that we can do. You know, uh, I hope Jesus comes back soon. Well, well I do. But, but not because, it, you know, just our lives are getting harder. That's, that's not why we want, we, we want Jesus to return because that's the ultimate victory. But we are to praise God for the victories that we have and live a victorious Christian life that we've, we've conquered through Jesus Christ's death. We, we don't, we're not ruled and overpowered by sin or, or even the devil or the evil of, of this world, but we reign as kings and priests with God. We've been forgiven of our sins. We've been washed in Jesus' blood. Oh, I love this about Daniel. Daniel knew how to celebrate wins, and he praised God for victories. You, you saw that in some of those verses that, that, Jesus, that, um, that, Jesus, that Gigi read, right? Daniel, bless the God of heaven. I thank thee and praise thee, God of my fathers. Oh, when uh, the, you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they all had great Hebrew names. I even hate to call them their uh, captive names, right? But I can't ever remember their Hebrew names. They're in the Bible. I need to memorize and learn them and call them by their, by their real names. But who, when, when God delivered them, they, the same time period as Daniel, they were all friends together. You'll see this in a minute. Uh, and, and Daniel, when he was delivered from the lion's den, they gave, they gave great praise to God. That's what we need to be doing. We need, we need to um, celebrate what God has done in our life, even, even some of the victories. This overturning of Roe versus Wade, anybody else think that that was a big deal? I never thought that I would see that happen in my lifetime. Also, the way that uh, science has, has turned that debate and also the whole debate about creation versus evolution. Uh, you don't hardly ever hear uh, people uh, promoting uh, Darwin's theories uh, anymore because they've all been exposed to be fallacies. To be fallacies. Hallelujah. He knew where his wisdom and help came from. He, he blessed the God of heaven and he didn't try to take credit for everything. You know, this is, you know, and you see this, and this is a bad thing in leaders, you know, well, look what I did. 
you know, the presidents, they're always up there. Look how many jobs I created. Really? You created those jobs? You know, I don't, I don't think you created uh, those jobs. But I love about, about Daniel and about great leaders, they, they always deflect the glory and say, this is, this is a God thing. This is, God deserves the praise and glory for this. And that's what makes you a good leader in your community when you can point people, when you can lead people to victory, but show them that that victory is in Christ and in God. And so they won't put their hope in human flesh, in men. Uh, Daniel, I love this too, uh, to be a leader in a community. Daniel had his friends back. Daniel is someone that could be trusted. Daniel didn't forget his friends or just say, hey, live in the shadow of the great Daniel, right? He, he always brought his friends along uh, with him. Brother Kevin, I know that you felt this in this church. I felt sometimes the chips have been down against you. People of this church stood beside you. They, they held you up. I've seen you do it for me. I've seen Sister Tammy do it for me. I, I've seen uh, uh, others, uh, the church, rally to them. And we, don't, we haven't shot our wounded. Hallelujah. I think about the restoration that, that we've tried to do for Brother Jeff. Uh, in his life, we just didn't say, oh, no, you know, you, you just messed up your life. You know, you're just worthless to the church now. No, have we been blessed in that labor of, of love? Oh, yes. And love always wins. Uh, go uh, to Daniel chapter 2, uh, Sister Tammy. And at the end of that chapter, uh, read, read for me Daniel 48 and 49. Daniel 2, 48 and and Remembered his friends, did he? Right? He didn't say, hey, man, I made it. I'm the guy now. I don't need any of y'all anymore. No, but when, when, when he rose, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. They say when, when God blesses you as a leader, others should be blessed as well. You lead people. You lift people up as a leader. You remember your friends. You know, the community watches a church, what a church and how a church does with its wounded. It really does. It's one of the most important things that, that we watch and, and be mindful of, and especially as leaders here at Providence. They'll watch. And so Daniel was a great leader in his community because he had his friends back. And Daniel was a man that could be trusted. Are you that way? Are you a person that your friends can confide in someone that when the chips are down uh, you don't you know you don't run away uh, but but you come and you you enter the struggle with your brother and you you help him you're like remember the good the good Samaritan right everybody else looked out for their own skin but the good Samaritan he helps the man he gets him to town 
He says, uh, look, I'm going on a journey, but here's some money. Whatever this person needs, uh, take care of them. And if there's anything uh, more that he needs, give it to him. When I get back, I'll pay it. That's a friend, isn't it? A friend indeed. Our community needs people like that. May, may we be such. I love this. Are you with me still? We've got eight minutes left. Daniel was willing to lose it all rather than compromise. Is that true? Is that true about Daniel? Let's go Daniel 6. Brother Zayden, you ready for me? Daniel 6 and verse 10. Daniel was willing to lose it all rather than compromise what he believed in his faith. Go ahead, Brother Zayden. Daniel 6, 10. What, what, a, what a man, right? They said, if you do that, we're going to throw you in the lines then, Daniel. But he just opened up them windows and prayed, didn't he, Zayden? What courage. God-centered worship meant more to him than his, than his comfort. It meant, it meant more to him than uh, his popularity. He said, I'm, I'm willing to lose my status. I'm willing to lose my affluence. I'm... I'm I'm willing to lose my position. I'm even willing to lose my life to honor God. Those, those are leaders. Those are the men in America that we used to have. God give us those men and women again. We, we've spoken about Esther. Wasn't she the same way? A great heroine of the faith. They said, man, you, if you go in front of a Ahasuerus, uh, uninvited, your life could be forfeit. And she, she knew she, maybe she was out of favor of him. He hadn't visited her in a while. The only way was if he lowered that scepter to her and, and received her. But she said, y'all, uh, you can write this one down. Uh, Esther 4.16, oh, one of the great verses in the Bible. She told Mordecai, she said, y'all go and pray. She said, I'm going to prepare myself. I'm going to go before the king. And she said, and if I perish, I perish. Through her hand. She, she said, it, it, something means more to me than all these things. She had, a, she had a lot to lose. Daniel had a lot to lose. Think about what he had come from. The sorrow, the, the uh, ignominy, the shame of being a slave carried off in chains. And now you hear how he had been promoted. Now he was somebody. But all of that was done to him. That he might honor God. That's what our community needs. Needs leaders like that. Y'all pray for me that I can, I can be a leader like that. Also, Daniel was not afraid to have hard conversations. He spoke boldly. He was a straight shooter. He didn't pamper. He spoke to power with tact and conviction. He spoke plainly, didn't he? Uh, Daniel 4. 22 through 27. Uh, Brother Robert, you got, got your word on you? You got your... Daniel 4, 22 through 27, sir. This is Daniel speaking to the most powerful man in the world. <laughs> Go ahead. 
Yes, sir. Of, of uh, Daniel. Yes. Yeah, man. Talk about speaking to power, right? This is the most powerful man in the world. Y'all think uh, President Biden has anybody talking to him like that, right? Man, speaking with authority, speaking. Isn't that what Jesus did too? They said, this man speaks with such authority. Yes. Daniel could interpret problems. He could solve problems. Leaders try to solve problems. Cowards just hide their head in the sand. Leaders find solutions. Bosses point fingers, right? Leaders find solutions. They seek to find a way instead of finding a way out. And that was Daniel. That was Daniel in his life and, and the way that he did things. Daniel five sixteen, he said, And I have heard of thee, that thou canst make interpretations and dissolve doubts. Now if thou canst read the writing and make known to me the interpretation thereof, thou shalt be clothed with scholars. And have a chain of gold about thy neck, and thou shalt be third ruler in the kingdom. They knew Daniel was a man that had answers. Daniel was a man that could solve problems, that didn't run away from things. A man that spoke truth, even in the face of death. He spoke it to power. Daniel did not allow politics or culture to define his morality. He never changed his values because of the circumstances that he found himself in. He won the cultural wars of his day by standing firm on the truth of God. Look at uh, Daniel 6, 23, just a couple more verses. <laughs> this is when he comes out of the lion's den. 6, 23, Then was the king exceeding glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den so Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no manner of hurt 
was found upon him. And everybody read it together. Because he believed in his God. Leader in his community. And then go to the last verse of this wonderful book. Last, last chapter, chapter 12, verse 13. God has showed him all these things about the future and, and what was to come. Even it was, it was revealed to Daniel, you know, that the captivity would come uh, to an end. And, and uh, I believe, if I remember right, he lived to see it. He lived to see uh, the exiles return home. But it said this, verse 13, and may it be this way for all of us who are seeking to lead in our communities in a godly way. But go thou thy way till the end be, for thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of the days. May the Lord bless you and keep you as our prayer.